know about you, but I still believe that when you step into the house of God, that you will leave different than the way you came in. I believe this is not a time that we have a seminar or some kind of some kind of conference where we just learn information. This is a place where we have an encounter with a living God that is life-changing, alive, supernatural. He's a miracle-working God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. If he did miracles in the Old Testament, he will do them today. I came to church because I believe Jesus is going to change my life every time I come. But sometimes you got to lay it down. We come to these wonderful encounters with a living God. And a lot of times we bring in our garbage, our baggage, and we take it out with us. Now, this has nothing to do with my message, but I'm going down this road. You need to leave that junk at the altar today and never pick it back up in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. God, change us. Move in our lives, God. We want a supernatural encounter with you we want a revelation I pray that today you receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation I pray that you leave here different than the way you came in I pray that your lineage has changed I pray that your children's children are changed. Every hand lifted. One touch from God can change everything. One touch from God can change everything. Lord, touch us today. Move in our lives today. Jesus name and everyone say amen come on give Jesus one more shout of praise high five your neighbors say are you ready high five your other neighbors say you better be ready can we give our amazing worship team a big hand clap Man, are we blessed here. We are blessed, blessed, blessed. Pastor Shalom does a wonderful job with our worship team. I just want to thank him for all he does because, like I said on Wednesday night, everybody thinks they can sing. Come on, somebody. Some people, some people are called to sing in the shower and some people are called to sing on the platform. Can I get a loud amen? But we're all called to worship God. Amen. But some of you would do us a favor if you would sing in the shower. Can I get a loud amen? I'm teasing. 
Just don't sing with a microphone. Come on. How many know God is so faithful? God is so good. God is always on time. We are so excited for what God's getting ready to do in El Salvador. And we are just, we're just two months away from a huge crusade in El Salvador, two nights, and we're excited what God is going to do. And uh, we already have about 40 people signed up. More. How many more? 60 people signed up. Man, that's going to be a wonderful time. Come on, somebody. 60 people from all over and just from this church. Mostly from this church. Let me say it again. 60 people are going to El Salvador from this church. That's awesome. That is awesome. God is moving. Amen. Well, I, I have been, I am going to preach uh, a continuation of what I preached last week. I was uh, so in awe of how God spoke to my life. From the book of Ruth, I'm going to use a little bit of that uh, to kind of continue this theme of preparing for the new. And God has a title. I have a title for my message. It's more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. How I many know we're more than that? We're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that gives us strength. Can I get a loud amen? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right into Ruth, chapter 4, verse 12. But as I was studying Ruth and as I preached on it last week, you know, we, we just had an amazing time last Sunday, and I want to continue that. And I want to just really preach to you where you're at right now. I believe this last week, I said last week was a prophetic message. I believe this is also a prophetic message for you right now in the season you're in. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to do something very special in your life today through the preaching of the word. And something that jumped out at me was as Ruth and Boaz got married, the leaders of the city pronounced a blessing over them. And this was the blessing. Now they said some other things, but this is the one that really jumped out. May your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, because of the offspring which the Lord will give you from this young woman. And this may seem very insignificant when you just read it, but I'm telling you, there's such power in this one verse. Perez means breakthrough. May your house be a house of breakthrough. I want everyone to lift your hands right now. I believe your house, your family, your children, your grandma, your grandpa, your mom, your dad. I believe your house. I speak a blessing over your house that your house is a house of breakthrough, a house of victory, a house where God does the impossible time and time again. I believe your house 
is a house of breakthrough, a house that is victorious, a house that is not, mm, is the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. I believe God's getting ready to bless your house. In Jesus' name. Now, this just is an amazing passage of scripture. And as they go over the genealogy, because Ruth and Boaz eventually give birth to a son, who gives birth to a son, who gives birth to a son. They give birth to a son named Obed, who gives birth to a son named Jesse, who gives birth to a son named David. But in the genealogy, it doesn't start with Judah and Ruth. It says this in verse 18. Now this is the genealogy of Perez. I found that so powerful. It started, they started the genealogy with breakthrough. See, your personal breakthrough. See, let me just say that one more time. Your personal breakthrough. Your breakthrough. When God breaks through in your life, isn't just meant to affect you. Your breakthrough can change so many lives. Your personal breakthrough can change not just your life, but your children's life, your grandchildren's life, your great-grandchildren's life. Your personal breakthrough can change others' lives. See, we are sometimes so about us that we only think it affects us. God doesn't think just about the here and now. God's always thinking about generations. And so when God has a breakthrough in your life, he's not just thinking about you. He's thinking about your children. He's thinking about your grandchildren. He's thinking about your great-grandchildren. And it's interesting, as they begin to break down the genealogy, they could have started with Judah, which means praise, but they start with Perez, which means breakthrough. And so I find this so interesting. And if you don't know the story, we're going to flip to Genesis 38, verse 27. Now let me just paint a little picture if you don't know this story. Judah is going off uh, to handle some business. And his daughter-in-law, her husband passed away. And she actually dresses up like a prostitute to trick her father-in-law. Now, you might not believe this is in the Bible, but it's in the Bible. And next thing you know, they get together. Come on, somebody. And she gets pregnant, and she's with twins. And this is what happens. See, this doesn't mean so much anymore because we live in a society where the firstborn doesn't inherit the birthright. But back then, to be the firstborn... It was a big deal. You got the blessing. You got the birthright. And so now it came to pass at the time for giving birth that behold, twins were in her womb. And so it was when she was giving birth and the one put out his hand and the midwife took a scarlet thread and bound it on his hand saying, this one came out first. Then it happened as he drew back his hand 
that his brother came out unexpectedly. And she said, how did you break through this breach upon you? Therefore, his name was called Perez. Afterward, his brother came out who had the scarlet thread on his hand, and his name was called Zira. Now, I want you to see this. One comes out of the womb first. They put a thread, but then he retreats back into the womb, and there's a shift. See, one baby's coming out first, but the one behind it somehow made his way forward in the womb. Now, I want you, I, I, let me just, let me, uh, I got to say this again. He was meant to be second, but something happened that the midwife had never seen before. He began to make his way forward and broke through. See, God's doing a shift in someone's life right now. What was second in your life, what you didn't think was going to happen, God's shifting some things around right now in the name of Jesus. What you thought was going to be first, God says, look, I'm getting ready to do something totally different. I'm getting ready to break through in your life. What you thought was going to happen isn't going to happen. I'm getting ready to do something even better. There's a shift happening. Come on, somebody. There's a new season occurring. Come on. God's ready, getting ready to, to suddenly surprise some people. God's getting ready to bless you, and you didn't even know you were getting blessed. God's getting ready to do a miracle for someone, and you didn't even know a miracle was happening. God was taking something that you thought was way back there, and God says, I'm moving it around. And it's going to change everything. Perez means breakthrough. Breakthrough. There's some breakthrough happening today. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Breakthrough is now. I sense, I sense in someone's spiritual womb, some things are shifting. You thought this was your ministry, and God says, I'm changing it. You thought this is what God had for you, and God says, I'm moving this thing forward. God says, you expected this? Watch what I do now. Woo. Breakthrough. He's the God of the breakthrough. He's the God of the breakthrough. So this is the genealogy of David, who eventually becomes the lineage of Jesus. And it's interesting that Ruth, in that book, they start with Perez. And David, see, one thing, how many moms, how many say your mom went to church? Your mom and dad were church-going people. How many say I have some aunts and uncles that went to church? See, your mom and dad can have a breakthrough, and it can affect your life. But... There will come a time where you need your own breakthrough. See, mom and dad's breakthrough can set you up for your next season. But there will come a time where you need your own breakthrough. See, I don't want to live off of my mama's breakthrough. I want my own breakthrough. I don't want to live off my wife's breakthrough. I need my own breakthrough. I don't want to live off of Pastor Brian's breakthrough. I want my own breakthrough. 
And so we see David, if you go to 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 17, it says this. Now when the Philistines heard that they anointed David king over all of it, over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Just stop right there. Go back to verse 17. Now, David is anointed king over Israel, over all of Israel. I want you to understand this. It's interesting. The Philistines were the constant enemy of the Israelites. During his predecessor, during King Saul's administration, the king before David, the Philistines would wear the Israelites out. They would constantly give them problems. But for eight years, you don't hear nothing. And then David's anointed to be king over all of Israel. And then the Philistines come out. See, I think sometimes we got this wrong in church. See, you're being attacked and you think you did something wrong. Let me say it again. You're being attacked and you think you've done something wrong. See, when you get attacked, it's because you're anointed. David gets attacked when he gets anointed to be king over Israel. Eight years of silence from the Philistines, and then he's anointed, and then the attack comes. See, we think we get attacked because we messed up, we fell short, we did something wrong. But I'm here to tell you, all through scripture, the attack of the enemy comes because there's an anointing and call of God on your life. Somebody should be shouting a little louder than that. The attack comes on your life, not because of what you've done wrong, because of what's on your life. See, the attack comes because there's an anointing, there's a call, there's something tangible and transferable on your life. See, you, you went through all that hell because there's an anointing on your life. You went through all them problems because there's an anointing on your life. You went through all them situations that you thought were hopeless and out of control because God had an anointing on your life. And let me tell you this. The enemy will never quit. Oh, that doesn't sound good. The enemy won't quit. But when you have the revelation that he is defeated... It doesn't matter how many times he attacks you, he will never win in the name of Jesus. See, the enemy may never quit, but he will never win either. Every time he attacks, he's gonna fail. Every time he attacks, it's gonna be in a, in a losing situation. Every time he rises up against you, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. Every time he comes against you, you got victory in Jesus, your savior forever. I'm here to tell you, you're not defeated, you're victorious. I'm here to tell you, even though the enemy may attack, you got to realize you're called by God. You got to realize you're anointed and appointed for this season. I used to say, God, why am I always getting attacked? He says, you're called. I see some people always getting attacked. I'm like, man, there's a call of God on their life. There's an anointing on their life. Woo. See, the enemy will always attack but he will never win. 
Because Jesus, Jesus has the victory. And what Jesus did on the cross, it is finished. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. I'm walking in victory. Come on, somebody. But we get this sometimes. We see people getting attacked and we think, oh, man, they're just all messed up. They're not messed up. They're anointed. There's something on their life. And the enemy hates it. But he can't win. Mm, I love that. He may keep trying, but he ain't going to win. All right, let's go to verse 18. Then the Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Go back. This means valley of giants. So they go to the valley of giants. Some of you are facing an enemy in the valley of giants. But let's read verse 19. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, David, go. Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. I love this. David was king, but he still inquired of the Lord. Anytime you face a battle, anytime you're facing giants, anytime you're facing situations that are too big for you, inquire of the Lord. Lord, how do you want me to handle this? Never be too prideful that you think you can do it in your own strength. David walked in humility. There's a strength to humility. Then verse 20 says this. So David went to Baal Perazim. And David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of the place Baal Perazim. <laughs> it was called the Valley of Giants. David renamed it. He said, this place was no longer going to be called the Valley of Giants. I'm going to call it the Lord of the breakthroughs. Not one. Lord of the breakthroughs. Because if you're in the valley of giants, you need breakthroughs. Let me say it again. If you're in the valley of giants, you need breakthroughs. And so it's interesting. He pulled back from his lineage and said, my great, 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 great grandfather was named Perez. And he was named Breakthrough. I'm going to name this place the Lord of the Breakthroughs. See, there's one thing about your mom and dad having a breakthrough. But there's something about something so unbelievable when you have a breakthrough. And what David understood is that the enemy isn't going to quit. There's always going to be giants. 
not just one giant. So if you're done defeating one giant, there's another giant getting ready to come. The giants keep coming. But I got some news for you. If the giants keep coming, the breakthroughs keep coming. Because he is the God of the breakthroughs. So David had a revelation. He says, look, there's going to be more and more giants, but my God is able to handle every giant, every enemy, every adversary, everything that rises up against the hand of God. My God is the God of the breakthroughs. Baal Perazim. See, I think someone needs to understand that today. Breakthrough is contagious. Victory is contagious. I'm sorry, I'm going to start shouting. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to run through this whole church. Because I've had many breakthroughs. I've had many victories. See, God wants you to get something. When you have, it's the first one you got to get. Mm. So, see, if you haven't had one, once you get the first one, it's contagious. You keep getting more and more and more and more and more and more. See, one victory leads to another victory. Another victory leads to another victory. Another breakthrough leads to another breakthrough. Another, um, see, see, God is the God of breakthroughs. Once you got one, you keep getting more. They don't stop. As long as you serve in Jesus, he is the God of the breakthroughs. You get one, and then you get another, and then you get another. They just keep coming. One victory after another. And that's why a lot of people see Christians say, man, look at you. You have so much joy. You got, man, so much peace. So much, oh, you're, you're happy. I am. Because I know every enemy that rises up against me. Every devil that comes against me and my family. Every demon on assignment. Every darkness that rises its head. He is the God of the breakthroughs. Woo! See, I've not just one, so I, I get real excited. I'm on a continuous assembly line of breakthroughs. I'm, I'm on a factory. When I was a teenager, I lived next to a tortilleria where they would just make tortillas on the thing all day. The smell was fantastic. That's what I feel like breakthroughs in my life. They're just making them one after another, after another. And the smell was fantastic. the God victory smells good victory tastes good breakthrough tastes good it smells good I love it but if you never have an enemy you never experience breakthrough some of you are asking for the enemy to go away and God's saying no, I want you to defeat the enemy. I knew that wouldn't get any amens. 
send the Philistines away. No, you conquer the Philistines. God's like, I'm not going to send them away. I want you to defeat them. Lord, just send them away. No, I want you to defeat them. See, he is the God of the breakthroughs. Because we live in a world full of giants. And we need many breakthroughs. I am so excited that my Jesus. Mm, let me say it again. I am so excited that my Jesus. I'm so excited that he is the Lord of the breakthroughs. How many are excited for that today? How many have experienced the breakthrough, victorious power of God? I mean, I'm talking about experienced it. The enemy's all around you. You don't know what to do. You're calling Aunt Betty, Uncle Susie, whoever. Uncle, T Uncle whoever, come on. You're calling everybody. You're calling your papa. You're calling your mama. And all of a sudden, like the steel punch of God, everything around you begins to change. And you know you didn't do it on your own strength. You know you didn't do it by your own power, not by mine, nor by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. All of a sudden, see, I've experienced it. I have my own Baal Perazim. I got my own places of breakthrough. I got God has broken through so many times in my life. I can't explain it. I'm on this assembly line, even though the enemy may raise his head, even though the demonic may come after me from time to time. I realize that if God defeated him back then, he can defeat him now because he just isn't a one-hit wonder. He can keep producing breakthrough and victory over and over and over and over again. through this verse 21 says this and they left their images there and David and his men carried them away then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim there comes some giants again therefore the David therefore David inquired of the Lord and he said you shall not go up circle around behind them and come upon them in front of them, in front of the mulberry trees. And it shall be when you hear the sound of the marching and the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord commanded him, and he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far as Gazar. Now let me just say this. The enemy came back this is where we get all messed up you're shocked the enemy comes back you get a breakthrough you get victory and the next thing that the enemy comes back you're like what did I do wrong what happened God why is this see he's the God of the breakthroughs don't be surprised if the enemy comes back because I got a word for you you're anointed. You're called. 
God's chosen you. God has a plan for your life. God has great purpose for you. You're not just sitting and idle. You're not just here to lay on the couch and eat Cheetos. Come on, somebody. God has something for your life. If the enemy is coming back, it's because there's something on your life. But what's interesting, the Lord says, we're going to fight the enemy different this time. Oh, sorry. I, I know I shouldn't get like this, but... I thought they, oh, I can't even tell you. God's done this for me multiple times. The same enemy pops up. God says, we're going to do it a little bit different this time. Let's have some fun. Come on, somebody. Buckle up. We're going to teach the enemy a lesson today. Oh, you ain't hear me. He said, this time, let's go back to verse 22. Oh, that's good. That's good. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord, and he said, you shall not go up, circle around behind them, and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Verse 24, please. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly. He says, we're going to do it different. Because this time when you hear it, the sound in the mulberry trees advance quickly this is how faith works he says you're not going to see them in the mulberry trees you're going to hear them in the mulberry trees and when you hear it then you got to advance but God I want to see it I get you want to see it but you're going to hear it some of you, God's going to give you a word. You're going to hear it. But you're not going to see it. But you're going to hear it. You're not going to see it. But you're going to hear it. You're not going to see it initially. But you're going to hear it. See, sometimes we got to get our hearing in line with heaven. Before we get in advance physically here on earth. See, a lot of times, some of us are waiting to see it, and God says, I've given you a word, now advance. But you're saying, God, I want to see it. God says, I gave you the word, advance. See, I got a word for you. Somebody here today needs to advance. Somebody here today needs to move forward. Somebody here today needs to leave yesterday and yesterday and move forward in the name of Jesus. Somebody here today needs to stop crying over yesterday and prepare for tomorrow. Someone here today needs to stop whining and complaining about the way it used to be and start marching forward in the name of Jesus. I can hear a sound on top of the mulberry trees. See, I, I, I'm aligning with the angel armies of the Lord. I'm going to let God fight my battles. But when I get the word, I'm going to advance in the name of Jesus. I'm going to run. I'm going to fight. I'm going to praise. I'm going to jump. I'm going to kick. I'm going to spin. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. 
if you wait till you see it, you'll miss it. You gotta, when you hear it, begin to move. Mm-mm-mm. High five your neighbor, say, get ready to move. High five your other neighbor, say, I'm ready. See, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this new season. What do you mean, Pastor Brian? Well, I'm ready. I'm believing that we're going to see more souls saved this year than we did last year. Because I hear a sound on top of the mulberry trees. I believe we're going to see 100,000 souls saved this year for the glory of God. I don't see how it's possible, but I hear a sound from heaven on top of the mulberry trees. I believe we're going to see kids, our kids, our children, our children's children, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, prophetically speaking, praying in an unknown tongue. I don't see it right now, but I can hear it on top of the mulberry trees, what God's doing. I believe this year is a year where you're going to walk in your divine purpose and destiny. I don't see how it's going to happen, but I hear a sound from heaven saying this is your year that you're going to do what God has called you to do. This is the year where you're pushing forward, not retreating in the name of Jesus. Today is my Baal Perazine. This is a house of breakthrough. It's interesting, over their marriage, they prayed, may your house be a house of breakthrough. Powerful prayer. You can almost just skip over it. Powerful prayer. Your lineage will start with breakthrough. It's amazing. There's truth to that. When you get a breakthrough with Jesus, your whole lineage starts new. Oh, you ain't hearing me. When you get breakthrough, when you are down and out, busted and disgusted, when you were a mess and Jesus lifted you up, when everybody gave up on you but Jesus, when Jesus pulled you from that miry clay and set your feet upon the rock of salvation, there was a breakthrough that occurred that changed your life, changed your wife's life, changed your husband's life, changed your children's life, changed your grandchildren's life. He is the God of the breakthroughs. Lord, you are worthy. You are worthy. You're worthy. I hear a sound. Romans 8 says this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We're kind of the sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm having a breakthrough. 
And yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I got a word for you. Whatever you're going through, whatever trial you're in, whatever tribulation you're in, whatever persecution you're in, whatever situation that you are facing today, I got a word from the throne room of heaven for you. I got a word. Whatever you're facing, it's not because you messed up. It's not because you made a mistake. It's not because you fell short. It's because God has anointed you and appointed you for such a time as this. And I got a word for you. If you get the first victory, the first breakthrough, the rest are on its way. You will live a victorious life, a life of breakthrough, a life of praise, a life of the supernatural, a life of the miraculous. Stand to your feet. Come on, Jesus. You're more than a conqueror. Put that roof 412 up. Every hand lifted. I want to pray this blessing over you and your house. May your house be like the house of Perez. May your house be like the house of Perez. May your house be a house of breakthrough. May your lineage be a lineage of breakthrough. May your bloodline be a bloodline of breakthrough. May your family be a family of victory. pray for your children your grandchildren great grandchildren may they walk in breakthrough but may they also experience their own personal breakthrough just bless your people may this church may this house the house of God be a house of Perez a house of breakthrough may this church be a place where things turn around may this church be a place where people come in with a doctor report that isn't good but things change May this be a place where people come in sick in their body, but leave healed in the name of Jesus. May this be a place where people come in broke and God just blesses them financially for the, for, for the kingdom's advancement. May this be a place where people come in addicted and afflicted, but they leave delivered and set free in the name of Jesus. May this be a place 
where God does miracles, breakthrough all the time. This is a house of prayers. This is a house of breakthrough. And I pray that over this church and the people in this church. May your family. See, this is how transformation happens. This is how revival happens. It happens in a heart. That heart leads to a home. The home leads to a family. A family leads to a neighborhood. A neighborhood leads to a city. And before you know it, a whole city's changed. Because one heart was changed. With every head down and every eye closed, if you need to if you need a heart change today, if you want to say your whole lineage changed, the greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. The greatest breakthrough is when we go from darkness and destruction to his glorious light. If you need salvation today or you need to rededicate your life to Jesus, when I count to three, lift your hand. If you believe Jesus died for your sin and he rose three days later with all power and authority, this is your moment. One, I declare the Holy Spirit is moving in this place. Two, I break every chain of the devil. If you need to surrender to Jesus right now or rededicate your life to Jesus, lift your hand now. Three, I see hands all over. See him up. Lift him high. Lift him high. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live. I give you everything. I love you, Jesus. I repent for my sin. And I surrender to you, Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give all those wonderful people a big hand clap. One last time, lift your hand. I sense there's some people today facing giants, multiple giants. here to tell you today he is the Lord of the breakthroughs he's going to move on your behalf he's going to fight your battle inquire of the Lord and watch what God will do I declare that every giant is falling right now in the name of Jesus I declare that those giants are going to be under your feet I declare the victory that comes from Jesus Christ. I declare the power of the gospel, the power of Jesus all over your life. I declare that you belong to the house of Perez, the house of breakthrough. And I declare you're going to walk in breakthrough. You're going to walk in victory. You're going to walk in a new anointing. You're going to walk in a fresh anointing. You belong to the house of Perez. 
You are part of the lineage of Perez, the lineage of breakthrough. I don't care how many giants they are, no matter how many they are, they are going to fall in the name of Jesus. God is able. We are more than conquerors through him. Give Jesus a big shout of praise right now if you believe that. Come on, give him another shout of praise. Now, I think you can do better than that. So hold on. We're in count to three, and we're going to shout this place down because when you have breakthrough and you have victory and you've experienced it, it's contagious. It just keeps coming. And we're going to shout so loud, not just for us, but for the people around us because they're going to experience the same breakthrough and the same victories you've experienced. Because once you get one, mm -mm -mm, they just keep coming. All right, you ready? We're going to shout the roof. I hope the cops come. I hope they give me a ticket. Come on, somebody. We have a wonderful lawyer here at the church, so we will fight that ticket. Amen. All right, you ready? We're going to shout, and we're going to praise God. When I count to three, we're just going to shout for 10 seconds, and we're just going to tell the devil. We're going to make a statement right now. That no matter how many giants you send, no matter how many enemies you send, no matter how many devils you send our way, no matter how many you bring in our direction, we are the of the lineage of Perez. We are of the lineage of breakthrough. And for every giant, God is sending a victory with every giant you send devil I'm no longer going to focus on the giant I'm going to focus on the victory that God brings every time because he is the God of the breakthroughs you ready one on three we're going to shout and give him praise for 10 seconds because God is the God of breakthroughs one two three Give Jesus one more shot of praise. Wow. Lord of the breakthroughs. Come on, ushers, make your way down. As they're making their way down. Incredible morning as we celebrate that he is the Lord of the breakthroughs. Lord of the breakthroughs. And as the ushers are making their way down, we have just experienced just a supernatural touch from God and we're about to receive God's tithes and, and your offering and we'll have the, 
The altar's open here in a moment, but God's doing so many special things here at our church. And as we experience breakthrough after breakthrough, week after week, we look around and see what God is doing through people as God is using their hands and their feet to be His hands and His feet. And maybe you're new to the church or maybe you haven't had an opportunity to get plugged in. And I just want to let you know right after today's service, right next door in our lower classroom, we have Growth Track. It's a great way for you to find out where God wants you to serve. As you drop your burdens, you can pick up your purpose and pick up your destiny and see where God wants to use you here in this church so that we can see God use you so that others can have a breakthrough. Can I get an amen? And how many of you know the breakthrough and what we experience in this building is not just for right here? But we're to be revivalists. We're to take the Spirit of God wherever we go. The Bible says we've been anointed to preach the good news to the brokenhearted, to see the captives set free, to see them healed. And this coming Saturday, we get to have another opportunity to descend on the streets of L.A. and to be the hands and feet of our Jesus as we see lives changed. And so I want to encourage you here this morning. We shout about a breakthrough, but there's something when you become a witness to somebody else of what God has done for you. We conquer. We're more than conquerors by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our own testimony. So I want to encourage you to be a part of the Reach LA event this weekend and see God do what only God can do. Amen? As we get ready to receive our tithes and offering this morning, it says this in Acts chapter 20. In all these things, in all of these things, good times and bad times, in all these things, when everything's going right, and when it seems like nothing's going right. In all these things, I have shown you by working hard. Come on, somebody. We are kingdom builders. We're not here sitting back, like Pastor said this morning, on the couch eating our Cheetos. We're working hard to see 100,000 souls come into the kingdom of God. We're working hard to give. We're working hard to sow. We're working hard to go to El Salvador. In all these things, by working hard in this way, we must. Somebody say must. This is not something that we decide maybe we'll do, but this is what we must do. Help the weak. Come on, somebody. Reach LA this coming Saturday. We must help the weak. Be a part of the, the crusade going to El Salvador. We must help the weak. And remember, somebody say remember. So I'm working hard and I'm remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it's more blessed, not less blessed, it's more blessed. It's not less blessed, it's more blessed to give. Somebody help me shout. It's not less blessed to give. It's not less blessed to give. It's more blessed to give than to have an open hand saying, God, give me something again. No, God, I have an empty hand because it's more blessed to give. So this morning, as you prepare to give something, you will be more blessed because you give.
than you are when you receive. So I want to challenge you. Let's be blessed today and give. Sow. To sow. Because we don't serve the Lord of a breakthrough. Of a single breakthrough. He broke through back then. He's going to break through right now. He's Baal Perazim, the Lord of the breakthroughs. And I wish somebody would get encouraged in their spirit and take out their seed and say, God, I'm sowing for my breakthrough. And I'm sowing for my kids' breakthrough. And I'm sowing for your breakthrough today. Now help me bless this offering today. Help me bless this tithe today. Because I believe we're sowing into some breakthrough ground today. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up our gift unto you. We lift it up to you and we say, Lord, one more time, would you break this seed and give it sun? Would you give it water so that it could do what only it can do by your breath? Breathe on it now. We lift it up, Holy Spirit, and we say it belongs to you. We sow it into good soil for we know what will come back in return would be far beyond what we could imagine or even think about. So Lord, bless this tithe and bless those that are giving in your powerful and mighty name. And everybody shouted amen. Everybody shouted amen. Incredible message that was preached this morning. And maybe some of you were encouraged to say, you know, I need a breakthrough. I need somebody to stand and to pray with me. Well, this altar will be open for you right now. We'll have pastors that will pray with you, stay with you until you see your breakthrough. You don't have to walk out of the doors the same way you walked in. God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you right back here tonight at 6 p.m.